Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of the Disney Dining Show. I'm Craig Williams, and I'll be taking you on a culinary journey around Disneyland. Before I get started, I want to remind you that this is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel. If you like our content and you want to support us, please consider booking a vacation through Dreams Unlimited Travel. Get a free no-obligation quote today at dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. We are back at Disneyland once again, and I am so excited to share more reviews from the happiest place on Earth. And we've got a decent lineup. We have one actual table service dining review, which is something that rarely happens with us at Disneyland, mostly because we are so on the go that we don't have time to sit down and have a full meal. But we did sneak one in. We've got a couple snacks in here. Uh, We've got breakfast. We've got everything. We've got it all. So we're going to jump into that right away. And the first place we are starting on, uh, well, this would have been day three of our trip, is with a food item that we were very, very excited to try. And not only did it live up to our expectations, it exceeded them as one of the best things that we have had at Disneyland Park. And I'm talking about the breakfast chimichanga. So let's not waste any more time and let's get right into this chimichanga. Even better than the regular chimichanga, I swear. What are we having today? Well, this is one of the food items at Disneyland that I have been waiting to try more than anything else because I've never had it before. And that is the breakfast chimichangas that you can get at ship to shore right across from the entrance of Big Thunder Mountain Railroad and beside the entrance to uh, the Mark Twain. And I love a good chimichanga. A Disneyland chimichanga, you can't beat it. Make a breakfast version, this could be potentially next level. And in terms of a breakfast sandwich, it's only $6.49. So that's great pricing for what is essentially a hefty deep fried breakfast burrito. And inside I see potato, I see eggs, I see what appears to be sausage. I'm sure there's cheese as well, too. And then I added on the option of salsa verde, which was another additional dollar. I don't know if it's going to be good. It might end up being bad, and it was a terrible mistake, but you know what? He sold me on it. Sold me on that salsa, but I'm not going to waste any more time, and I'm going to be fully transparent, too. These sell out, so I I wasn't sure if it was going to sell out today. It is a weekend, so maybe a little busier. But they only serve them until 11. And then if they do sell out, they're just done. And so I got them very early. And uh, then Rhino got into the park later. And uh, unfortunately, I think these might have lost the crispiness of the outside. If they ever had it at all. So if they still have some left, we might call an audible. And after we're finished with this part of the review, we might go get a fresh one. Just to see. I might do that. But first bite. This thing is greasy, this thing is oily, but my god, it might be the best breakfast item I've ever had at Disneyland, and I'm not joking. It is, it's, I don't want to say, like, it's something entirely different that you couldn't get anywhere else. You probably can find this somewhere else, but this is like a hangover cure sandwich burrito type thing. It's just so salty. Every flavor stands out from the eggs to the potatoes, cheese, and and the sausage in there. It's just you taste everything. I don't think it needs salsa. I don't think it needs hot sauce. 
I just think I need more in my belly. But I feel like I've been talking nonstop and eating mine while Rhino's just sitting there with his mouth watering, waiting for this experience. It is the breakfast chimichanga, so let's hear what Rhino has to say. Craig is not kidding. It is very, very greasy, uh, which sometimes can be fine. Let's hope it doesn't hurt my belly for the rest of the day. Okay. I thought maybe you were, like, overselling it because sometimes you can be kind of like a disgusting human being. (laughs) But I mean that in a very nice way, in a loving way. But you weren't kidding. This thing is so good. These potatoes that are in here are just, like, cooked just, like, nice and soft with the egg and the sausage. Oh, my goodness gracious. And the, the, uh, the, the tortilla that's wrapped in or the... The, I don't know. I was going to say bun, but I feel like that's no, not the right it's word. It's a tortilla. Yeah. I think it just got soggy. It's actually, like, super good. Um, I'm not going to lie. I don't mind that it's soggy because it makes it all, like... I, I don't know. It's got a good... For me right now, it's got a great texture. I can see where if it is super crispy, that would also be good, but I'm, I'm liking it now. I'm going to go... I'm going to dip it into the green uh, salsa verde that Craig said came recommended, but was the extra amount for it. Okay. That's a good salsa. That's a spicy salsa. Very hot. I'm just going to even add a little bit here real quick. I mean, you might have found it. You might have found the definitive breakfast item to get when you come on a Disneyland vacation. I'll let you eat more of yours because I know you're holding the camera, but... (laughs) I don't know why I did that so creepy like an alien, but I want to eat this whole thing. Update for you, they ran out of breakfast chimichangas, so I was not able to find out what exactly the texture is of the tortilla for a fresh one, but it's probably for the better because Rhino just filled me in on some very important information. My tummy hurts. His tummy hurts. That's just because it's breakfast and it's and I, I that always happens at breakfast. Yeah. Sometimes. And it was a massive breakfast. And then we also didn't notice there was also bacon in there too. Yeah. Like this thing was overly indulgent. I tried it out with the um, the pico. Was that the sauce I was using? I can't remember which. You were one just I using a hot sauce. You weren't using the pico. The picante. Sauce. I was using picante. I, I was getting it mixed up with the other sauce. Don't do that. Use the green salsa. The green salsa was, like, real good and spicy, and I loved it. Yeah, pay the extra dollar for it. I tried it, of course, right after Rhino did, and it was out of this world. That pairing together between the breakfast chimichanga and the salsa verde, I, I cannot wait to have it again. So much to the point that Rhino is probably going to run in on our final day here and pick up two fresh ones. Well, at least one fresh one for me. Maybe two. So that way we can Both have it again. Both for <laughs> yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. Because I really want it. And you know what? If that does happen, then right now at this moment, you're going to find out what it was like. Flash forward to our final day here at Disneyland. Rhino ran into Disneyland Park to pick me up a breakfast chimichanga since I didn't have park admission. And unfortunately, they were out of the meat version, so he had to pick me up the vegetarian one, which I didn't know existed. But I'm happy to try it because now I get to see which one of the two is actually better. And I did bring it all the way back to our hotel room at Disney's Grand Californian Hotel and Spa just because I have a beautiful view of Disney California Adventure. 
Uh, but Rhino did open it up immediately when he bought it and found out that it was already soggy as well from even sitting in their little facility that houses all the chimichangas. So I guess that's just most likely what you're going to get, a soggy chimichanga. But if it's still delicious and flavorful, then it's worth the sogginess. Here goes nothing. The good news is vegetarians who want to try the breakfast chimichanga have an option. The bad news is it is not very good compared to the original one. You know, the eggs in there, nice and all. There are so many peppers and onions in this that it is just like, it, you are just crunching through this thing and not in the good way of like a crispy tortilla crunch. Like literally chewing through root vegetables and peppers and yeah, it's um, it's weird texture-wise, and like there's, uh, I'm getting a lot of flavor because of the vegetables, but I don't know. This needs something to like spice it up a little bit. Maybe the hot sauce would work. They're out of hot sauce, so oh man, oh man. Hold on, I'll, I'll let you know how I feel in a couple seconds. Turns out the main crunch that I was getting in a lot of this was cauliflower, which. Hey, now I got my vegetables in for the day, I guess in a massively unhealthy way, but yeah, this is, uh, it's good, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay. I wouldn't get this again. I would, I would opt for the regular breakfast chimichanga, or I would wait for a lunch chimichanga, if that, or there's other breakfasts in the park that I would go to first, whether Jelly Holiday, or like the the plant-based bowl from in uh, whatever it's called I can't even, I can never remember the name Red Rose Tavern I just call it Beauty and the Beast restaurant but hey I'm still glad I tried it once one in Rome or one in Disneyland and if not then that was just a long that was a pause pregnant pause that was yeah I, I you know just like with the um, the the normal chimichanga that served um, throughout the day I think this is actually like a really good value compared yep. to like other things that you can get in the park, and what, and it's nice, it's nice, it's a good, great, like, grab-and-go thing. Absolutely. So, yeah, yep. I very much appreciate it. Absolutely recommend it. Get here early and get over to Ship and Shore, Ship to Shore in Frontierland, and get yourself a breakfast chimichanga. You will not regret it. I think this actually marks the first time we ever did a multi-day review of anything at Disneyland or maybe even Walt Disney World. And this was a good one to do a multi-day review on. And another one that I'm deeply disappointed I didn't get to have when I went back out to Disneyland recently. And I really, really wanted this. I only had one day where it was a possibility, but because we had to check out of the hotel room, we were busy packing and getting everything organized and ready to move on to the next portion of our trip. And by the time I got in the park, it was too late. They were all gone. So I will have that on my list for next time, which I believe will be D23 Expo. As of right now, I don't have a park ticket for that time. So it's going to be another situation where I send Rhino in bright and early to get it for me. But this time I will not accept failure and I will not be okay with the plant-based one or the vegetarian one, whatever the official title of of it was. I, I need the regular one and I will not take no for an answer. 
I'm mean like that. It's just how I am. But we are going to go ahead and move on to our next review. And this was a, this wasn't, was this a snacky day? I don't remember if this was a snacky day. It, it might have been another day where we just kind of, we got behind on food and eating. But uh, the next thing that we decided to have during this day was a, a special snack item that we found in Tomorrowland and then had it recommended to us. And that's a sour cherry pretzel. And you know what? Now that I remember it, Rhino didn't get in the park until very, very late. Clearly, I didn't just re-listen to the chimichanga review. So we basically had the breakfast chimichanga for lunch, and then we needed a snack, and then we had dinner later. So that's kind of how it played out, if I can remember correctly, in my head. But now that I'm looking at it, I feel like I'm missing a, a nighttime review from this park too. I, I've got stuff to figure out while we listen to the next one. So let's not waste any more time. Let's go ahead and get to the next review. And that's a sour cherry pretzel. Here we go. Now that I have said that, I am uh, going to be honest and say, I'm not sure how to feel about this pretzel because it's like cream cheese filled, which I do love a good cream cheese filled pretzel, but I don't know about making it sour cherry, but I will say this. If it's interesting enough, I'll try everything once. I'm going in with a knife because I don't want sticky thingies. The first part that hit my tongue was the, the under part of the pretzel, which doesn't have any of the cherry on it or anything like that. And then I got to like the, the cherry coating with the cream cheese, and it all started to make sense at that point. Because at first I was like, I'm just getting separate pretzel, cream cheese, cherry, weird. And then it mixes together, and I'm like, actually, this is a pretty interesting thing. Um, I'm going to just try another bite because I'm selfish, and I want another bite before Craig gets in, even though he discovered it. The pretzel, when you get to the cream cheese with the cherry, it makes it just feel like this like delicious little pastry, and I think I like it. I would argue that I think the entire, it's only the top is dipped in it. I think both sides should be dipped in it. It'll make it a very sticky treat, but... I would love to see it submerged in that. Craig, why don't you try this? I don't want to say whether you'll be happy or not, but I have... If I were a betting man, I know what bet I would place. I don't know why the idea of this just intrigued me so much, but it really did. And I think we were just going to completely skip it if it wasn't for Alyssa and Devin. And right now I'm like, am I going to thank them for this later? I'm going to be disappointed. I don't know. I like cherry. I like cream cheese. Pretzel? I like crispy pretzels. You know, bag of pretzels. But a soft pretzel like this, Tell not me, my favorite thing. Do the pretzels make you thirsty? They, these pretzels are making me thirsty. Then again, I do love deep fried pretzels too. Maybe I like all pretzels. I'm going <laughs> to stop talking. This thing actually really does work. The first thing that like popped into my mind is a cinnamon sugar pretzel from Annie Ann's. And that was like the first taste I got. But then that cherry flavor started to come through. And, you know, obviously that's unique. And with the cream cheese cutting that, it actually made it a really pleasurable uh, experience in my mouth. And, yeah, it it works. Like, I really didn't know what to think. Like, is it going to kind of have, like, a cherry soda-style flavor to it and then a cream or, like, a cream cherry creamy uh, soda? Like, I don't know why I was thinking soda with it. Because they had the Starlight Coke they, for sale there. Yeah, I think maybe that's it. And that was just all bunding together. But I really like this. And as a splitting snack, 
even better because you know what was it seven fifty for this you said I think seven forty nine. That's expensive, so I don't think I could eat a full one of these myself. But yeah, seven seventy five. I, I, I definitely couldn't eat a full one myself, but I'm gonna say I recommend this one. It's weird and it's different, and for that reason, I like it, and I think you should try it too. Craig, I agree with you. I think this is something that is worth trying for sure. Um, I think it's I think best uh, eaten shared. I'd say cut it in half with a friend and try it and, and give it a try. But I, I would recommend also sitting down because it's sticky. Yeah. So um, tell them what I said. It, it tastes like. He's, it, Craig said it reminds him of a cherry Danish, and I would concur with that as well because that's that's definitely the vibe I was getting. So I like food that's like common food, like reinvented in, in new ways. So I'm happy we got it. Thank you for the suggestion, Devin and Alyssa, and to Craig for spotting it. You know what, Rhino? You're welcome. You're welcome for me spotting it. And if you're wondering why Rhino starts some of those reviews with saying, now that I've said that, it's because, of course, I cut out the introduction and the Dreams Unlimited Travel ad because you don't need to hear the introduction. That's what I'm doing in between all these parts. And you don't need to hear the Dreams ad over and over again. You would lose your mind. So that's why it kind of starts right in there right away. But uh, also figured it out in the little break here that this technically was our last review of the day because we did have dinner, but it was while we were standing waiting for fireworks. Our friend Anthony was able to run and get us Disneyland corn dogs that were not very good at all. Uh, but we obviously couldn't record a review while we were standing waiting for fireworks. It just it was bad lighting. It was a bad place. It was very loud not good overall and then to have bad corn dogs too is just all very disappointing so yeah we didn't end up doing any extra reviews on that day and yeah a small day small day for food but uh yeah disneyland corn dog big disappointment but we're gonna move on to our fourth and final day and this actually is a very long day of eating because it started uh, with a review that I don't have a full review for it, but uh, we it was part of like the video series that I released on the day four vlog. It showed a little bit of our experience at Avengers Campus in the morning. I was able to get a, a breakfast pharma along with Rhino, and it was just a short snippet, but he's already done a review on that, so we didn't want to do it again, but we both insisted on still eating it so uh it was part of that but uh not part of this but i highly recommend it i really enjoyed the breakfast shawarma definitely definitely get it it is plant-based too but i'm telling you it was really good and i got that along with a uh, pinga dose from pim test kitchen so that was tasty i'm not always a huge fan of specialty sodas but this one you know lemon lime had a had a creamy flavor to it as well it was definitely worth giving a shot when you're in avengers campus and the hilarious part is we literally ate this breakfast at like 8.30 or 9 o'clock, and then we immediately left and went over to Lamplight Lounge for brunch. And uh, I'm just going to say now, I don't know if we kind of 
say it enough during the review, but the portions at Lamplight Lounge for brunch were massive. And this was a terrible mistake on our part. And it's not even like the last thing we ate for the day. There's way more reviews that come after it. So let's go ahead to our next review. And that's brunch at Lamplight Lounge in Pixar Pier. We are going to order some delicious food, maybe a cocktail, I don't know. Just let me look at the menu. Jeez. Both Rhino and I ordered the Cinnamon Toast Cocktail. It is $15.50 and it is Stoli Vanilla Vodka, Frangelico, Ramchata, and Cinnamon Cereal Infused Milk. I mean, Cinnamon Toast Crunch Alcoholic Milk, where could you go wrong? It's creamy, it's milky, it tastes like it's supposed to, it tastes like Cinnamon Toast Crunch, but if you pour vodka on it, and there's a lot, it definitely tastes like alcohol. I mean, that's the dumbest thing I could have ever said, but... Some drinks don't. Yeah, it does, but in a good way. I really like this drink, and it comes in this cute little glass bottle. I mean, you don't get to keep the bottle unless you steal it, but we would never condone that, and I'm not going to, but no, I actually... I'm really enjoying this as a breakfast drink. I like a good creamy drink, and this delivers. I do. The, the first thing when I sipped this, I was like, oh, this is boozier than I expected. Because I feel like sometimes you order a mixed drink at Disney, and it's like, oh, you can't really taste the alcohol. But I like to taste the alcohol because I, I feel like that's the whole point. It should be the, the, main, the main character in the story of the drink. And um, this one's pretty good. My only, like, nitpick is that I think I could use, like, a dash of, like, cinnamon shaken up in here because it's not super strong cinnamon, but I do really like this, and I will I will have this at my own brunch with just me and only me. Our food is here, and I ordered the Lamplight Chilaquiles. It is house-made tortilla chips tossed in a three-chili red sauce, cheddar jack, two eggs up, queso fresco, red onions, cilantro serrano sour cream, and sliced avocado topped with pepitas. And where this sold me was the pepitas. I love pumpkin seeds, and I don't know why, but I thought this soggy nacho dish would really be taken to the next level by adding that crunch from some pepita. Okay, here we go, first bite. One of the reasons why I sometimes don't get them is because you can only have so many tortilla chips before you start to feel like terrible about yourself. These ones, I'm absolutely not going to because that red sauce that is just coated all over them is so super fantastic. They still have a surprising crispness despite the fact that, you know, usually they are on the soggier side. And it's just the right amount of heat and that cilantro serrano sour cream kind of pulls it down but then adds that zesty, herby flavor that Rhino would probably hate. This is a big bowl, but it's going to go down very easy. I really like this. I went with the potato flautas, which is the plant-based option. So it comes with plant-based chorizo, dairy-free pico, uh, crema, serrano tomatillo salsa, and arugula salad with escapiche. I don't know what that is. Um, but this was $17, and it looks so fresh and delicious. I'm pretty excited about this. Uh, I'm just going to dive in. I don't got anything else to say to you. Oh, there's three in here. I thought there was only two. My goodness. It's a hefty portion for Flautas. Yeah. It's 
a lot. I love arugula though. Yeah. I love all the peppers and everything on it. On our server, Scotty said this should be spicy with that chorizo, so plant-based chorizo. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, here we go. Oh my gosh. This is spicy, but it's like the perfect kind of spice like I like, where it's like tingly on the front part of your tongue, almost, you know? But I have to say, the flautas are so crispy. They're like perfectly cooked. Um, and the arugula, I really enjoy. Oh my gosh. I'm pretty happy with this dish, I'm not gonna lie. This, I'm pretty excited now. It's like a salad. A salad on top, hidden with unhealthy things on the bottom. And that seems to be the story of my life, but it is spicy, and I am very excited. Oh, the potatoes are so good, too. They're so, like, everything in this is so well cooked. We are all wrapped up with brunch, Rhino. What'd you think? I thought it was pretty top-notch. I really, really enjoyed it. I thought my potato flautas were so well-made, delicious, fresh. I mean, like, I was, I'm so full. I was like struggling to eat it all. I, I actually think left just a, a little bite on the plate, which I never do. I loved it so yeah. much. Yeah, I left a good amount of my lamplight chilaquiles, but that's a hard dish to finish by yourself. Yeah, it's so heavy, but you know, I ate the eggs off of it and all the good stuff. I just left a lot of the chips, but it was absolutely fantastic. Yeah, the fact that I left food had nothing to do with the taste. It had to do with the fact that we ate breakfast right before. We came and had brunch. Like fools. Like a terrible choice, but something that we chose to do. And then, you know, there's there's something special about Lamplight Lounge in general. It is such a cool vibe. It really, truly does have, like, a brunch vibe to it. Yeah. All day. And I think, like, brunch might be my favorite time now to actually hang out there. Remember when you made fun of me because I like brunch? Yeah, well. Yeah. Look who's I've talking grown. now. Listen, Part four. It's I, not the dogs anymore. come full circle with this during our adventures by disney backstage magic vacation that my wife and i were just on we actually had our farewell dinner at lamplight lounge and we were allowed to order whatever we wanted on the menu so we basically ordered uh between our friends and us we all ordered as much of the menu as we possibly could and had a lot and it was all pretty phenomenal so between the brunch and then that dinner i'm gonna say like lamplight lounge is actually really really awesome i've only eaten there twice previous to to these past couple experiences and i was kind of meh on it uh, it felt a little overpriced and food was just okay for what i was getting but i really enjoyed these two experiences and i cannot wait to get back to lamplight lounge uh, we did take a break from eating for just a little bit uh, during the day, and then it started to get late, though, and we realized, oh, we have a lot of food that we have to finish before the end of the night. And so that takes us to our next review. Uh, as dusk was approaching us and nighttime was coming, we finally made it over uh, to Harbor Gallery for the lobster roll. But we didn't just get the lobster roll. We got more. So let's go ahead and listen to that review. Okay, 
we are at the Harbor Gallery in New Orleans Square, home of the Disneyland Lobster Roll, something that I have wanted to try for a very long time and have never gotten around to, but we are fixing that right at this moment, and boy, I'm excited, but it's not the only thing we got, so you're just going to have to wait for that. Uh, anyways, the Lobster Roll here is $14.99, and it is seasoned lobster with celery and onions on a buttered roll topped with fresh chives served with chips and the chips of course are the one and only miss vicky's we're going to be saving that for the room later when rhino and i get the munchies but uh yeah it's i don't know why it took me so long what's on the lobster roll hmm. lobster. lobster lobster absolutely and i will say just looking at it you know i've gotten the lobster roll at our Columbia Harbor House so many times over the years, and I'm always disappointed by it. This one, just looking at it, there's a lot of lobster on there. So that's already a very good start. It looks like there's a good ratio of mayonnaise and other stuff on it, too. So, oh boy, here we go. Let's dig in. I'm not allergic to this, but it did take me back. There's a kick in it, like a big kick of like Old Bay seasoning, like a lot of it. That celery flavor is nearly overpowering. The lobster, not the highest quality. I'm sure it's just frozen chunk lobster that's thawed and stuff, but uh, the, with the mayonnaise kind of mixture with it, it's more of like a coleslaw-type flavor more than mayonnaise. I know mayonnaise is the base of it, but it's it's a lot thinner. It's not the thickness of it, but with the, that seasoning in there, the lobster, everything, it is... I don't know if I like it, to be quite honest with you. I I think it just might be off on balance. So Rhino, since you're the one from Massachusetts, grew up grew up on the ocean eating lobster that you caught fresh. I want to get your perspective on it. Yes, my mother used to send me out to collect the lobsters from the traps down by the shore. But uh, no, actually, surprisingly, um, I haven't had lobster that much in my life. And I don't think I even... Like consciously had it until um, like I'm pretty sure I had moved to Florida at some point, so that was a mistake to begin with. Moving to Florida, but the uh, but I love the lobster nachos in California Adventure, and so Craig said, "Let's do this thing with the uh, Massachusetts flair to it," and I said, "Why not?" So I do like a good I like anything served on one of these like butter rolls, you know. It's how you should be having your hot dogs. I should note, I don't like celery, and I'm realizing that because I do think when you bite into it, I agree with you, the Old Bay seasoning is very strong, um, but that celery taste is really strong. Actually, I do eat sticks of celery, I don't know what I'm saying, but I don't like it when it's like chopped up and added to like tuna salad or any, I think it's just meant to be eaten alone. Um, so, yeah, I don't, uh, it's all, it all, it's all a little watery when you get to it, but why did I take another bite? There is another food item on the table, so let's not be worried. I think it can probably rescue it. There is a, there was a mac and cheese. Um, Craig opted not to get it into in the bread bowl like a fool, uh, but it is bread. It's lobster. I'll eat the I'll eat the bowl any time of day. Um, so we have lobster mac and cheese. This was $12.49. $12.49 for this lobster mac and cheese. Uh, it is the mac and cheese, and then it gets uh, it has lobster in it, and then it gets a whole bunch of cheese sauce dumped on top of it, is what Craig said. Did you watch them prepare it? I did. You did? Okay. Look good, Chief. Yeah. Should have got the bowl. I'm sorry. It's all right. 
Oh, forgive me. We've eaten so much, I didn't think we needed more bread. You only had so many hands to carry stuff, but I desperately need a cup of water after this. It is spicy, spicy, spicy. It is delicious, though. The noodles are wonderful. The cream, the cheesy sauce on top is really good. It does have a little bit of a hint. I, I don't know what, if it is Old Bay on this one, too, or if it's something else, but it is spicy as all get out. I love this. We didn't mobile order this, so I'm not sure if it's something that's like on the mobile order menu, but it's not listed on the actual menu at the restaurant. But everyone we've seen for the past four days here has been getting it. So it just, it had to happen. It came to a head. And again, Ryan, I am so sorry that I did not get it in the bread bowl. I will, Stop I will buy you me, a Ryan. bread bowl. No, I won't do that either. But yeah, this looks really good. Let me go in with this bite. Yeah, I spit in it because you called me Ryan so much. That is spicy. It's not Old Bay, though. That's not the, at least I don't think it is. Maybe the cheese sauce and everything else is covering it up, but I believe that's just like a cayenne pepper. Oh. Um, Maybe it's done as a hot sauce mixed in with the cheese. Maybe there's peppers in it, but it is spicy. Oh my gosh! Like so spicy. This it's. I will say this is at the spicy level that if you're the type of person that says like I don't like spicy things, this is where I I would draw a line with this, saying you will not like this. Um, the lobster is you know it's still in there and it's present, chunky. You're not getting a lot of that flavor. What'd the mac and me? cheese is just so good by itself though. This is phenomenal. I can understand why everyone's getting it, especially in that bread bowl. Like, bully to them for this. Great, great ideas all around. We are all wrapped up with our macaroni and cheese as well as lobster roll. And Ryan, you are still on fire. But I think you said it best. This was both a tale of probably one of the best things we've had at Disneyland this current trip, and also one of the worst. I can't, I can't describe to you enough how disgusting the lobster roll was. It was not good. Uh, it just, it just got worse and worse and worse. And it was just because it was over seasoned. That was ultimately what it came down to. It was way, I don't know, not way too kicked up with the seasoning. And maybe, you know, maybe I could look past it a little bit more if the lobster would have felt a bit more high quality, but it was just a mixture. And like you said, it was also wet too. Why didn't why not get it more like mayo thick rather than like Yeah, it was like watery, watery creamy yeah. thick. It, it just it was a mess. Weird choices, weird choices. But it's crazy how good that mac and cheese is. It's crazy how hot that mac yeah. and cheese is. My mouth literally felt felt like bees were stinging the inside. I agree. So But I think it's a must try. I absolutely think that too. I think if you like spicy food, get this mac and cheese. Get it in the sourdough bread bowl. I know it's a lot of starch. Listen here. It's the same price with or without the bread bowl. Take the bread bowl, put it in your backpack, bring a Ziploc bag, carry it around. You can nibble on it as you go. You'll never forgive me for it, and I apologize for it. We just don't need any more bread. But the lobster roll, I'm saying, unless we truly just got a bad batch, just skip it. Go get something else. There's so many better things here yeah. in Disneyland. Don't miss out on those because you're like, oh, lobster roll. There's Can't so be many, too bad. I mean, literally right around the corner, you have Galaxy's Edge. Yeah. Get a Rotulus wrap up there or something. It makes me regret the fact that we didn't get the cheesesteak in, in Disney California Adventure because so we would have... Yeah. yeah. So I'm kind of bummed out by that. But that's... That, you know what? I've had many good cheesesteaks in my life. I feel like... Lobster rolls, that's a different story, but this is not and one of remains, them. Remains, and remains. It. Yeah. <laughs> remains the day. But, yeah. Rhino, yes, I think we agree. Get the I, mac and cheese, yeah. skip the lobster roll.
I will forever be doomed by lobster rolls at Walt Disney World, but that mac and cheese, ugh, if my wife wasn't allergic to shellfish, I would have had that on my last trip out to Disneyland. But alas, I will save it for the next time. And we're going to move on to not our final review of this, but what would have been our final review of the night, and that is banana beignets from the Minjula bar. And this one gets goofy. You can tell we're starting to get very tired by the end of these four days. And Rhino slips up his words in this one. And then it just creates utter nonsense for the rest of the review. But it's a lot of fun. So I hope you have as much fun listening to it as we did recording it and eating those banana beignets. So here we go with that review. Here's my classic mint julep, because I was too afraid to get the other one. Earlier this evening, we did another dining review you'll see at some point, and I didn't want it to go the same way, so I wimped out and went with my classic mint julep, which is, I don't know the price because the menu closed while I was holding it. Uh, it is passion fruit, banana, you know what, this menu is absurd. Mint julep, New Orleans mint julep, four ninety nine. No annual pass holder discounts or anything like that here. That's not what they're called anymore. They're called Magic Keys. Everyone get over it. I feel better. Now I'm calmed down a little bit. Mm. It's like every time I have it, I'm like, ah, oh, it won't be as good as I remember. It won't be. But since like refreshing and like it's, I don't find it too minty. I know some people are like, oh, mint. But I'm like, the, the mint with the lemon just dance together beautifully. And I want to be invited to that dance and chaperone it. Now, of course, we did the three-pack of the banana beignets. And if anybody's gotten beignets here before, you know that they come in a paper bag and you got to shake them real good. Shake them real good. Now, the thing to remember about that is they are in a ba pa paper bag, a papier bag. That bag is going to leak. So if you're wearing black like me, don't do it because now I'm covered in powdered sugar and I'm a little bit upset. But these are the banana beignets. I can't say banana anymore. Banana Mickey-shaped beignets. They are $5.49, and they are rolled in banana powdered sugar. And then they, of course, for an extra 99 cents, you can get a side of caramel creme anglaise. I don't know how to say this word. Anglaise. Anglaise dipping sauce. So let's take a look at these beignets now that they've been shaken more than a paint can. Oh, look at that little Mickey head. I definitely squished his ear. I hope he has insurance. Smile. Hold it up and smile for the people at home. It's called a thumbnail. And then get the mint julep in the other hand. You've got to get the mint julep in the other hand. Wow. Wow. Holy cow. Look at me go. I could probably walk and chew gum at the same time. Maybe. I doubt it. I doubt it. I'm going to go in and take a nude ear first. Okay, there it is. Do I have white lips? No. No, it's all over my clothes, so... I'm a pig. I'm sorry, T'Challa. But... Mm, actually, the banana flavor does come through pretty strong. Um, it's interesting. I don't know if I like artificial banana flavoring. I'm going to go ear deep into the gloss. Chroma gloss. The chroma gloss. There's a sweet spot. 
Black Cub. You know what it kind of rem reminds me of, and I feel like it's sacrilegious to say this in a Disney video. With the banana beignet, with that that caramel, it's like a salty caramel. It's giving me butterbeer vibes, like that sort of sweet caramel flavor, but like almost fresh because of the banana, the banana bites. Craig, you wanted this so bad. I think it's time that you finally have a bite. Unlike Rhino, I am not a coward, ah. so I got the passion fruit mint julep which is $5.49, and it is a refreshing blend of passion fruit, mint, and a hint of lime. And lime. normally I'm not a huge fan of the seasonal ones. Actually, I don't know why I'm saying that. I probably am. If I went back and listened to reviews of the other ones that I've had, I'm probably like, oh, this is actually pretty good. So I don't know why I'm saying that. I just, I guess I have no backbone anymore. The strawberry one was good. That was the one before this. Early on our trip, we had classic mint juleps because sometimes you just have to have them. And my complaint with the one that we had was that there was just too much of the lemon flavor uh, and I wasn't noticing enough lime. This one is packing the lime with just a hint of passion fruit. And you know, passion fruit is not overly, it's not overly sweet. It doesn't have a tartness at all to it. Uh, so it actually pairs very nicely with the mint. I think this is an excellent drink. Uh, it is. Uh, I might like it more than the regular mint. Right. I I don't know, though. Rhino will be able to try mine. But in the meantime, I've got to get ear deep in these beignets. Oh, my gosh. Is that... <laughs> is that a pillow? Well, you look at that. A donut shaped like a mouse. <laughs> Only at <laughs> Disney. At Disney. <laughs> Okay, time to go. Go ear deep on this guy. I'm doing it with the creme anglaise first. You were going to do naked? Okay. I like Rhino. I'm also wearing black, so this was a terrible, tragic mistake. <laughs> uh, my first dip with the creme anglaise and the banana beignet is I am tasting a ton of the banana. Like, so much banana. Yes, it is artificial banana flavoring. So a lot of people probably wouldn't like it. My wife, I know she hates artificial banana flavoring, but I love it. This reminds me of, like, the banana popsicles growing up that used to come Ugh. in the package with the root beer ones that no one would want, but really tasty in my book. And then when you add it in with the caramel creme glace, it is essentially like having uh, Bananas Fosters, and that's always A-plus in my book. Probably be a little bit better with real bananas. But you know what? It's fine that way, too. Okay, one more bite, but just just plain. Yeah, as a fan of fake banana flavor, I love this. I I don't see this being a popular one that they bring back in the future, but I love it, and I'm glad we got it. Here, here. Overall, I'm actually surprised at how much I did end up enjoying the banana beignets. I think the uh, the caramel dip, though, is a must for me, that part. I feel like that brings it all together, and I think that Craig made a really good point about it being, like, very similar to Bananas Foster, but, like, we got a really cold caramel dip, and it was very liquidy, which was actually really refreshing. I thought it, it was, it made it all, like, I liked that it was cold. I don't think I would want it to be warm. Um, so, I enjoyed it. I would say give it a try. I do really enjoy when they that they've been rotating the flavors of the beignets all the time. So I say beignet to this one. And I tried his uh, passion fruit thing. I don't really taste it. I don't really get it. It was fine. It was fine.
I have to disagree with Rhino. I do taste the passion fruit in there, but that's just me. That's a, that's all. It every person is absolutely different, but yeah, I absolutely recommend the banana. <laughs> the problem <laughs> is, yeah, I heard you do it again in the outro, and you were like trying to get away from it, but you still said banana. <laughs> no, I can't. <laughs> so now I'm trying to do it too, but I recommend the banana beignets. <laughs> they are really, really tasty. Yes, they are artificial, but they taste great. And once you have that caramel creme glace, oh, it is just a chef's kiss. I'm not going to actually do it. Passion fruit mint julep, recommend it. Whatever mint julep's here, just get the mint julep. Just come to the mint julep bar. If we haven't sold you enough on it over the years, I, I don't know what to do then. You're you're on your own with it. But come to the mint julep bar and get something tasty. I did have the banana beignets and crème anglaise one more time on the last trip. And it was excellent. So that really holds up as a favorite for me. But with that being said, we are coming to our final review of this episode. And this one is a Rhino exclusive because he went back into Disneyland on our fifth day, on our final travel day. And yeah, he did go there to get my uh, my breakfast chimichanga, the wrong one. Not that, you know, there was an option. He got the only one that was available, but he also wanted to get a breakfast item, I think, or just the lunch item at Galaxy's Edge at Rano Roasters. I, I don't remember what it was with it, but either way, I know it's why I had a very cold, not super cold. It wasn't super, super cold, but it's it's why I had a definitely not as fresh as possible uh, breakfast chimichanga as I could have had. And on top of that, too, uh, it it also didn't help that uh, he probably uh, went to Galaxy's Edge first for himself and then went for the breakfast chimichanga and screwed it all up. But you know what? I'm not I'm not going to criticize. He was nice enough to do it with his pass that he paid for. So I cannot really complain about that. But yeah, there's something funny going on with it. But this is it, the final review of that Disneyland trip. And it's Rhino with uh, Who Cares from Rhino Roasters because he ruined my breakfast chimichanga because of it. And I am bitter. Okay, here we go. I got my wrap. Uh, and right when I did, R2-D2 came out. He's like roaming around the land here it's crazy so chewbacca r2d2 who knows who i'm gonna see next but i'm very excited to go try this wrap i'm gonna find uh, a space to go eat it now <laughs> how's the uh, mission gone so far oh, it's been good, yeah. oh, good, good. Uh -huh. we're just rolling on by we're more than welcome to roll along with us gotta keep moving you never know when the first order might show up speaking of i don't see anybody all right i think we're in the clear how does it look up there ben uh, so there goes R2-D2, and here comes my food. This is the Rontalus Garden Wrap, which is a plant-based sausage, spicy kimchi slaw, sweet pickled cucumber, plant-based gochujang spread wrapped in a pita. Oh my gosh, have you ever seen anything so gorgeous? Hello, hello, I'm going to eat you, sorry. Okay, here we go. I'm eating, standing up, one-handed. This could probably go terrible. I'm wearing white. You know, it's fine. I like I like to live on the edge. I am happy to report, whew, after the first couple of bites, I did not overhype this thing. It is so good. I love uh, the gochujang spread on this. It's nice and spicy. 
the pickled vegetables really add an awesome texture and the um, the, uh, the the meat in there is just it's so good it, it, it's almost like a meatloaf texture but like I said the um, the pickled vegetables really give it a nice crunch and I love this pita so much and it is spicy and I am here for it I am so excited that I got this let me eat a little bit more just to make sure it wasn't just the pure excitement at the beginning and then I'll I'll let you know my full thoughts but mm, I'm so I'm a happy camper right now update I am almost done with this and I'm just thinking that maybe I should get a second one. I mean, is that crazy? But I am gonna say it now. I actually think this is the best Ronto wrap and it saddens me that this doesn't exist on uh, Batu East and Walt Disney World because I would get this way, way too often. It's just so good. The kimchi in here, oh, everything. I don't know, maybe it's just the, Maybe it's just the people, you know, Walt Disney World, they don't really do spices that often, and maybe that's part of it. But my gosh, if you are here at Disneyland, you have to come into Galaxy's Edge and get this wrap because it is so good. You will not be disappointed. I'm telling you, way, way, like, I don't want to say better because I do like the original one too, but this is just, this this for me is perfection. Like, I, I want desperately to try and recreate this. I know it won't be as good, but I think this is going to have to be a project for me in the future, so... Get it, get it, get it. I can't say it enough. I'm so happy I got it. Um, if you've had it before, I would love to hear your feedback. Do you love it as much as me, who's about to ask it to marry me? Or are you more on the fence? Like, do you like the classic? Do you like the breakfast one? I'm just curious. We're gonna have to, um, we're gonna have to, maybe we need to do like a thing someday where we do all Ronto wraps at once if we can, and just like go down the line with like judges to see what we think are the best ones. But you like what you like and just like it and love it and be happy. it is rhino's review of the rontoless wrap i don't believe he really said that in the review maybe right towards the end didn't listen to the review i'm gonna be completely honest but i know i cut it out of his introduction because when he does dining reviews he likes to talk for a long time about what he's having and really going over it and then place a sneaky little dreams ad like a minute into it whereas i like to say hi i'm craig and i'm here to do a disney dining review here's the ad get that out of the way and then let's get into to all of the details. And so sometimes I miss out on details from his reviews because of the way that he does them. And it doesn't sound clean if I stitch it all together. Uh, so yeah, it, it was the Rontolus wrap. That's what it was. But that is it for all the Disneyland reviews now. And I'm sure we'll have more in the future, but it will probably be a long time. So we hope you enjoyed them while they were around. And with that, it's over. Not the Disney dining show, just this episode. There will be more episodes to come in the future, but this specific one is over. So thank you so much for listening to the show. If you enjoyed it and you want to support us, of course, make sure you subscribe to the Disney dining show wherever you listen to podcasts. And if it's a place where you can leave a rating and review, please take the time to do so. And if you want to support us more, you can book a trip through Dreams Unlimited Travel. Get a free no obligation quote today at dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. But that's going to do it for this week's episode of the Disney Dining Show. We'll see you again next time with another Disney Dining Show. Take care. Bye-bye. Stay hungry.